following audio was recorded at Stone Oak Bible Church. For more information about our church or for more resources, visit us at stoneoakbible.com. We're doing something a little special this morning. We don't do it very often, but I want to welcome you to our pastor's chat. So this is the first pastor's chat you've ever um, been a part of. I want to welcome you. I'm so glad you're here. We do this every once in a while, and what we do is we talk about some of the things that are, um, that are coming up that are big for our church. And I get the privilege of sharing some incredible things that God is doing in our church. And so I want to welcome you here. Uh, I'm excited to share two things with you this morning. Uh, first of all, we're celebrating our third year birthday, anniversary, whichever one, this morning. That's kind of awesome, isn't it? Um, that is, what, what you're going to hear in this pastor's chat is what we're really celebrating is God's faithfulness and goodness. He has been so good and so faithful to our church. Our God is good. You're going to hear that this morning. So um, I want to share two things with you. The first is this. I wanted to give you a quick update on some changes that we are, have made to our leadership. Uh, here at Stone Oak, we long to see discipleship taking place effectively at every age. At every stage that, that we see people growing in their ability to follow Jesus. This is our hope. This is our prayer. And one of the things that we want to see as we move forward is an increased focus here at Stone Oak Bible Church on family discipleship. Uh, specifically, what this means is moms and dads. This means children, kids. It means young kids. It means students, teenagers, young adults. Um, we want to see, and we are excited to see, this area of ministry at Stone Oak Bible um, grow and thrive. And um, as part of this, we are so excited to uh, announce and introduce you to Justin Bishop. Um, Justin, would you and Dee, Dee come up here? Craig, would you come up here as well? Um, yeah, give him a hand. Make him feel uncomfortable. Uh, Justin has been brought onto our staff as our family discipleship director. What that means is his focus is going to be on our children's ministry, our uh, youth, young adults, as well as families and parents. This is going to be his heart. This is going to be his, his focus. And we are so excited to have him as part of our team. Um, a few things, church, before I say anything else. I know that some of you are hearing this and you're just so excited you're about to get up and yell because you're so excited. You have so many ideas and you're, yes, I love you but hold it. Let's let him unpack his proverbial boxes before we bombard him with great ideas for our children's ministry or family ministry, okay? Um, I know you're excited. I am too. Um, but we're bringing him in not because he has a robust family ministry plan that will be implemented today. <laughs> we're bringing him in because he's the right guy. And we want to come around him and support him and pray for him. And support him in every way that we can. And speaking of prayer, uh, what a better way to begin his journey here than with 
prayer. Uh, we are so excited. So excited. Um, by the way, his name will not be Justin. Justin's already taken. <laughs> he will be known as the bishop. <laughs> now it's official. If I had a last name like Bishop, I would want it to be the Bishop. So we're going to call him the Bishop. So church, would you stand with me? And let's just join together and pray for the Bishop and Didi this morning. Craig, would you pray with, for us? Heavenly Father, first, Lord, we, we proclaim, Lord, that, that you are good. Mm. And Father, as we stand here and celebrate, Lord, three years of, of faithfulness, Father, of, of blessing, Lord, we thank you for that. Lord, we thank you for the couple that is here standing upon the stage, for Justin and for Dee Dee. Father, I thank you in the way that you have uh, guided their story, Father. Thank you for the way that you have uh, uniquely designed them each. Father, I thank you for their salvation. Father, I thank you for your work upon the cross, Father. Lord, that, that you have sent your spirit, Father, and they have taken the step, Father. Lord, we pray for them as a couple. Father, as they step into this, this new ministry, Lord, I pray for strength. Father, I pray for protection. Father, I pray for that this would be a season of health for them uh, as, a, as a couple, Father, that there would be health in their marriage, Father, that it would be a season unlike any other so far. Father, I pray for Justin as, as he's looking, Father, towards family discipleship. Lord, I pray that you would guide his steps Lord, you would show him the correct doors to open and, uh, Father, show him the doors to not open, Father. Lord, we thank you for them. We thank you for the way that you have brought them to Stone Oak. And, Father, we thank you for their willingness to step in on this staff, Lord, and to, to continue to work in the people of Stone Oak. Father, we thank you for the cross. Lord, and it's in Christ's name that we pray. Amen. Amen. Can we give them a hand while you grab a seat? All right, I have one more thing for us, and then we'll be on our way. About a year ago, uh, obviously, we're, still, we're not still meeting at Stone Oak Elementary. For those of you who don't know, that's where we, that's where we planted, in Stone Oak Elementary. Um, but about a year ago, we started to see some signs that Stone Oak Elementary wasn't going to be long-term for us. And as we prayed and thought about this, we, we got a small team together to just pray and ask God what could be next. It's kind of a fact-finding mission uh, for us to get a feel of what was out there. Um, now, we say this a lot, but the location that we meet at as a church is nothing more than a tool. It is nothing more than a tool to glorify God, to strengthen the church. It's a tool to reach our community with the gospel. It is a tool. So when we saw that there might be cracks in our tool at Stone Oak Elementary, we began to research other tools. And um, the team was given two tasks. One, uh, a short-term solution, and two, a long-term solution. I want to share some of the fruit of this team's work. Uh, the first is short-term. Obviously, again, we're not in Stone Oak Elementary. God used this team to open the door to meet right here at Bush Middle School, and we're so grateful. It's been a lot of learning pains, uh, growing pains, as we've moved into this new space, and we love it, uh, but we're growing. I mean, we're, we're growing. Our children's ministry, for example, I think it changes every week as we figure out how to best utilize this space for the glory of God and 
point our kids to Jesus. So we're continuing to grow, but we love, we're grateful. That's the short term. That's the easy one. Now, let me shift and let me talk a little bit about long term. So as the team began to look at what was out there, we noticed uh, three things. One, um, it's expensive. Two, it's really expensive. And three, just in case you didn't catch it, it is so expensive. So we noticed that right off the bat. However, this team works so hard and, and something I'd like to show you. Again, our location is a tool. That's it, to be used, leveraged for the kingdom. So let me show you a potential tool for the kingdom. As they, uh, as they did their, their research, um, a few pieces of land came up. And one uh, specifically that stood out that I want to tell you about. So if you're standing here, and uh, Evans Road is right outside, if you go north on Evans for about three miles, there's a piece of land that uh, is on Canyon Springs Golf Course. I'm not a golfer. I've been told it's around the 12th hole. Can't ver- verify that. You might be a golfer and tell me, no, you're wrong. Please correct me. But um, it's right there on the golf course off the 12th tee box. Um, it's a great piece of land that's situated right in the middle of all these homes, and, and it's a wonderful opportunity, really beautiful piece of land. So the team began to dream a little bit and think, what could the church do with a, with a tool like this, with a piece of land like, like that? Um, they even had an architect come to the land to do some really rough and initial sketches of what could happen, what kind of tool could be built on this land. We didn't know. Um, so they gave us this, this simple idea, and some of you are hearing this, and I just want to address the elephant in the room. Um, you're saying, wait a second, what are you talking about? The elephant in the room here is money, right? Um, are we in the place right now to even have these conversations? Um, some of you right now, your stewardship radars are going ping, 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 and they should be. They should be. As wise stewards, they absolutely should be. So I get the privilege of sharing yet another story of God's faithfulness. As the team was praying and looking for options for our church, in that process, we received a a donation, a pledge of a million dollars to go toward the next tool at Stone Oak Bible Church. Let me just state the obvious here. God is good. It is overwhelming, and it is absolutely overwhelming to think about what could be possible. God's blessed our church with some incredible people, and their desire is to increase the extent of the ministry that we can accomplish here at Stone Oak Bible Church. To use our tool analogy again, they've given financially so that we as a church can have the most effective tool possible to reach our community, to better preach the gospel, to better be a sending church. And as we received this, um, after the shock kind of, initial shock kind of wore off on that one, uh, our elders came together immediately, prayer and discussion. In fact, we even left town for a few days. And prayed specifically about what this could mean for our young church. And we begin to pray, Lord, not our will, but Lord, your will be, be done here. And through that, we began to feel united 
And we be, began to feel like this is something we need to look at and something that we need to bring before the church. So coming out of that, we began to lay some of the groundwork, some of the, the groundwork, and, and we began to lean heavily on others uh, who have gone through this, from leading architects to engineers to the city, volunteer builders, lawyers, churches come together who have been through this. It's been awesome to see this. Um, but at this point, here's where we are. Uh, we are in a process called due diligence. Now, for any one of you who are new to this, like I was and have no idea what that means, let me explain what that process is. This is the time before anything gets signed and finalized, that we make sure that the land is usable, that, uh, to put it easily, to make sure that this land can do what we think this land can do. So this means working with architects, engineers, working with the city to making to making sure that the tool we think we're buying is the tool we think we're buying. So that's part one of this. But part two of this due diligence process is, is to make sure that our church is ready. I want you to hear me here. Um, that we're ready to lean in together if this is the right time for us. To lean in together. Although much has been given and donated already, which is so great, grateful for, it's going to require some leaning in together to see this happening. And is this the right time? Is this the right vision that God has put before us? That's what we're praying for right now. And we could have held this in until it's all beautifully packaged, but, but I think as a church, we need to lean in together and pray. We need to lean in together to pray. A part of this due diligence process would also be, for those of you who are members here we're going to come together and pray and, and affirm vote that this is where we need to be going as a church. And so that's a part of this due diligence process as well. But here's the point. We want to do everything right now um, to make sure in this preliminary stage, being wise, methodical, to make sure we're in the best place to make the decision if the decision were to be made. If you hear nothing else from this this morning, I want you to hear this. God has a plan for our church. He's doing something in us together, and I can't wait to see where it takes us. So as your pastor, I promise we're going to be very forthright. We're going to keep you in the loop. We're going to keep you informed as we move forward, and, and we're here, especially our elders, to answer any and every question. We are an open book uh, that, we can, that we can answer, so please let us know if we can help. But for now, we get to celebrate together three years of God's faithfulness. And we get to celebrate where God is leading us as a church. And more than any of that, this is an absolute all call, all call to prayer. I want you to pray, and then I want you to pray again, and then I want you to pray again, and then I want you to again pray, and then pray again. That's the challenge, that God would continue to go before us, open the right doors, close the wrong ones to pray and to pray and to pray again. I want to challenge us, all of us, to pray once a day. Pray once a day. If you're a visitor with us and you're not, I'm talking to you too. Pray for us. <laughs> once a day. We want to be faithful with what God is putting before us. Listen, I, I, and I mean this. I really want you to hear me, and I, I mean this truly. If in a month from now I stand on this stage and say, guys, the land fell through. It's not where we need to go. You know what we're going to do? We are going to have a worship service because that is answered prayer. 
That's answered prayer. That is incredible. And at the same time, if I come up here in a, in a month and say, wow, God really opened the door here, and it looks like we're walking, then we need to have a worship service because God, again, has answered our prayer. This is the time, a call for all of us once a day. Let's come together and let's pray. I want to pray for three things. One, that he would continue to lead us and guide us. Number two, that he would open the right doors and shut all those others. Number three, that we would continue to see more people come to know and to follow Jesus Christ as a result of the ministry here at Stone Oak Bible Church. Would you join us and would you step into this season of dependent prayer? And I'll close with this. We stand on this truth. I want this to just kind of ring through your minds as we leave this place because it's been ringing in mine. Psalm 127.1 says, Unless the Lord builds the house, those who build it labor in vain. I want to read it again. Unless the Lord builds the house, those who build it labor in vain. So church, let's pray that he builds. Amen? Let's pray together. God, I thank you for this time. I thank you for this morning. We come before you right now in complete and just dependence on you to lead and direct and to guide. Your will be done. Not ours. I'm so grateful for your faithfulness over the past three years of our church's life. I'm so grateful for the people that you have brought and the ministries that you have started. And I'm so grateful to be a part of this, of this church. But God, it's not my church. It's yours. And you said you would build it. You said you would build it. So Lord, would you build and would you let us be stewards of what you've put in our hands as builders. God, we are grateful to be a part of a church where we see your hand at work. I thank you for the life change. I thank you for baptisms next week. God, you're doing something here and we are grateful. So Lord, would you use us would you build this house so that we don't build it in vain? In Jesus' name, amen.